An aide to former President Donald Trump has been indicted in a Miami federal court. A first-of-its-kind treatment for Alzheimer's has been approved by the FDA. Information on these stories and more coming up on today's episode of BBP News. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode. It is Friday, July 7th, 2023, and we're back for another news episode here. And we've got plenty to talk about, and I'll get into a little bit of what we're talking about in just a moment. But before we get to any of that, we have to stop by and look at the weather headed into this weekend. So we start in Los Angeles, California, where it will be mostly clear today with a high of 77 degrees, actually a little cool for Los Angeles at this point in the year and a clear weekend ahead. In Houston, Texas, expect some thunderstorms to roll through today with a high of 91 and some isolated thunderstorms rolling through uh, during the weekend. And in Chicago, Illinois, expect some partly cloudy skies today with a high of 78 degrees and a mostly clear weekend ahead, or at least a mostly clear back end of the weekend. Some rain could move through the area on Saturday. And finally, in New York City, it is pretty much all rain, mostly cloudy today with a high of 87 degrees, but with rain moving through on both Saturday and Sunday. And you know, really, I don't have much to say at the top. What I will say is that we do have some news to get into, of course, today, uh, some major stories that we'll get into in just a moment. And then towards the end, what we'll actually do is jump into just a quick uh, few notes in sports news. As we didn't have a show on Tuesday because of the July 4th holiday, we didn't do a show, uh, an Eye on the Ball show, but we will have some sports news towards the end just to give you guys a little bit of a look as to what's happening in the sports world over the next few days until we can get to uh, Eye on the Ball on Tuesday, but I didn't want to leave that out. But before we do that, we do have some news to get through here, and so let's not delay any further. So for Former President Trump was back in the news this week, however, this time it was more surrounding his aide, Walt Nada, as he appeared in a federal court in Miami this week facing charges of obstruction in the case surrounding the mishandled documents. Nada was handed the six charges of conspiracy to commit obstruction and concealing records last month when the former president was also indicted. Trump was included as a co-defendant for five of those six charges. He was also charged with lying to investigators when he had an FBI interview back in May of 2022. But in the last two weeks leading up to the indictment of Nada, his attorneys had been asking for a delay to give them time to get Nada local representation. But on Thursday, the proceedings were carried out, and an attorney submitted a plea of not guilty to the judge. Now, the indictment released last month by a judge following the investigation by special counsel Jack Smith stated that Nada knew about the efforts from the government to recover the documents that had been located in Mar-a-Lago, and at Trump's direction, Nada worked to resist those efforts. 
The indictment alleged that security videos showed Nada moving 50 bankers' boxes of documents within Mar-a-Lago following his FBI investigation back in May of 2022. Both Nada and Trump, who faces 37 counts of his own, retain their innocence. The trial is set to begin in August of this year. However, prosecutors are asking for this date to be pushed back until at least December to ensure a proper discovery process is carried out and to ensure that the Trump defense team has enough time to gain security clearance to view those documents. Yet another platform has been unveiled in the meta umbrella, and this one is set to rival Twitter directly. This is not the first Twitter competitor we have seen, with clients such as Mastodon attempting to break through the ice, and the co-founder of Twitter himself is working on a new project of his own. However, this is one of the first direct competitors that we have seen from a big name. Threads has been described as having a similar structure to Twitter, but it is also integrated with Meta's other platforms, such as allowing Instagram users to connect with their follower base through Threads. And while this is all well and good, it is already being hit with lawsuits, or rather, it is being hit with the threat of a lawsuit, and by none other than Twitter itself. The news came through a letter posted earlier this week written by attorney Alex Spiro of law firm Quinn Emanuel and was addressed to Mark Zuckerberg. The letter alleged that Meta hired a large number of former Twitter employees and built threads within the span of just a couple of months using their knowledge of Twitter as well as stealing trade secrets and other highly confidential information. And while there has been little comment from Meta on this matter, communications director Andy Stone did remark that none of the app's engineering team is made up of former Twitter employees. Quote, that is just not a thing, end quote. Twitter owner Elon Musk, on the other hand, has posted on Twitter this week about the matter, saying, quote, competition is fine, cheating is not, end quote. While no official lawsuit has been filed at this time, this is a story that is worth our attention and one that we will be keeping our eyes on for the meantime. The FDA has given full approval for a first-of-its-kind treatment to help slow the progression of Alzheimer's disease, a massive step in the right direction towards helping people who suffer with this disease retain their livelihoods. And while this new treatment known as Lakembi is not a cure for the disease, it is set to measurably reduce the impact of the disease, including declines in thinking and memory. The decision was unanimous from the FDA on Thursday, sending this treatment on its way to the market. And this is all, of course, following many trials and studies to ensure that the treatment has the impact and the safety that they are looking for. And speaking of safety, it is important to note the side effects attributed to Lakembi. And those side effects included headaches and slight swelling of the brain that could also lead to minor bleeds on the surface of the brain. However, it is being said that the swelling and bleeding will rarely result in any symptoms, but if they do, those symptoms could include dizziness, vision changes, nausea, and in the most extreme and rare cases, it can become life-threatening. But that, of course, again, is in extreme and rare cases. That is very important to note as well. 
But one issue this treatment faces right off the bat is its price. For a full year of treatment with no insurance coverage, it is set to cost $26,500. This is one reason why the Center for Medicare and Medicaid Services is aiming to take it under its umbrella of coverage as soon as possible. Though when that might happen is currently unknown. As we learn more about this coverage process, we will be sure to let you know. Alright, so with no more major news to talk about here, we're going to jump into a bit of a sports section like I had mentioned at the top of the show. So, first, I want to talk about Domingo Herman's perfect game. We're sticking in the MLB for this section uh, as there just are a lot of things to talk about right now. And Domingo Herman's perfect game is definitely one of them. Pitcher for the New York Yankees last week pitched a perfect game, the 24th of all time in the history of baseball. He was the fourth Yankee to throw a perfect game and he did all of this on 99 pitches against the Oakland A's and it is just an incredible moment for Herman as he had been struggling a little bit in the season before that point throwing two horrible starts before that but now he has been cemented in baseball history throwing the 24th perfect game of all time on 99 pitches that is incredible efficiency to do it in under a hundred pitches is just incredible in itself you know the whole thing is incredible let's be honest and he was helped by his defense a little bit a couple nice plays especially from Anthony Rizzo over at first base and Josh Donaldson over at third to make the final play of the game but there were other plays during that game as well from people like shortstop Anthony Volpe the young rookie and others as well but they were also getting it done on the offensive side of the ball as they ended up winning that game 11 to zero. So not only was Domingo on fire, but the offense was as well, which was a great sign for the Yankees in that one. Just overall incredible to watch. But the real story that I want to talk about here for our sports section today is the all-star roster. The rosters have come out for both the American League and the National League for the All-Star Game taking place, I believe, next week. I don't have the exact date in front of me, but we do have the rosters, and I do want to go over those. So let's take a look here. Okay, so what I'm going to do is just read through the people that were initially selected to the rosters and then I will get to the replacements because there have been some changes to that roster due to injury, especially on the American League side. So let's read through it here. For our starters at catcher, we have Jonah Heim, switch hitting catcher of the Texas Rangers. At first base, we have Yandy Diaz of the Tampa Bay Rays. At second base, we have Marcus Simeon of the Texas Rangers. At third base, we have Josh Young, again, of the Texas Rangers, a rookie this year who is absolutely on fire and a massive piece of that Rangers success. And at shortstop, yet another Texas Ranger, that being Corey Seager, who is having an excellent season, absolutely deserving of that shortstop spot. But it's just incredible to watch right here as the Rangers make up all but one of the starting infield positions. That is incredible. Honestly, I'm not sure if that's ever happened in the history of the All-Star Game. I'd have to look, but 
that is just a miracle in its own right and it just goes to show how good that rangers team has been this year and how much they have defied expectations but moving into the outfield we have mike trout of the los angeles angels we have randy arosarena of the tampa bay rays and aaron judge of the new york yankees and in the dh spot you have shohei otani of the los angeles angels for reserves for our backups that we will see throughout the game we have salvador perez of the kansas city royals who has just defied age he has just gotten better the older he gets incredible to watch such a great player possibly hall of fame sometime down the line who knows that'll be one to watch but we also have Adley Rushman of the Baltimore Orioles, an incredible rookie season for Rushman. He has been on fire. He walks more than he strikes out. It is just amazing to watch this kid become a leader at such a young age, and he really is becoming a leader for that squad. So he absolutely deserved to make it to the All-Star game, whether it was as a catcher or a reserve, doesn't matter. He deserved his spot. Vladimir Guerrero Jr. of the Blue Jays comes in at first base as a reserve. Whit Merrifield of the Blue Jays is a reserve at second base. Bo Bichette of Toronto is at short as a reserve. And Jose Ramirez is a reserve at third base from the Cleveland Guardians. In the outfield reserves, we have Luis Robert Jr. of the Chicago White Sox. We have Austin Hayes of the Baltimore Orioles, and we have Adelise Garcia of the Texas Rangers. And at the DH spot in reserve, we have Brent Rooker of the Oakland A's. So we have a pretty nice looking American League roster. But before we get to the National League roster, I just want to go over the changes that have been made to this roster because of injuries. So Let's go through it here. Wander Franco of the Tampa Bay Rays has replaced Aaron Judge as Judge is currently suffering with a toe injury. Astros outfielder Kyle Tucker was added as a replacement for Mike Trout. And Mariners outfielder Julio Rodriguez has been added replacing Astros outfielder Jordan Alvarez. And Mariners pitcher George Kirby has been added to replace uh, pitcher Shane McClanahan of the Tampa Bay Rays. But now let's move over to the National League side and take a look at what we've got. So for starters, and we only have one replacement on this side, so we'll get to that in a moment. But for starters, we start off at catcher with Sean Murphy of the Atlanta Braves, an absolutely great pickup for them during the offseason. At first base, you, of course, have Freddie Freeman. He's just an absolute stud over there at the first base position. He is of the Los Angeles Dodgers. At second base, you have Luisa Rise of the Miami Marlins, the man trying to hit for a 400 batting average on the season. Absolutely incredible. At third base, you have Nolan Arenado, who has suffered this season, had a tough time of it, but still is good enough to make the all-star game this year. And at shortstop, you have Orlando Arcia making his first all-star appearance at shortstop again uh, for the Atlanta Braves and in the outfield you have Ronald Acuna Jr. back at it at his best he was cemented early on in the voting after the first round of voting he was cemented into his place he is from the Atlanta Braves Mookie Betts of the Los Angeles Dodgers is on this team as well along with Corbin Carroll of the Arizona Diamondbacks and then at the DH spot, you have another 
Dodgers player, that being J.D. Martinez, who has had a bit of a resurgence in L.A. He has been absolutely incredible this year, so that is great to watch. For reserves, at the catcher position, we have Will Smith again of the Dodgers. Dodgers having a bit of a down season, but still have a lot of all-stars this year. Still have a lot of great players, which is nice to see. Nice to see. I was happy that they're kind of falling in the standings a little bit, but you'd love to see these players being able to make it to the All-Star game nonetheless. And then you also have Elias Diaz for the catcher position. He is from the Colorado Rockies. At first base, you have Matt Olson of the Atlanta Braves, who is having, again, yet another great season for them. Great to watch there. Uh, at second base, you have Ozzy Albies, again, of the Atlanta Braves. At third base, you have Austin Riley of the Braves again. And at shortstop, you have former Brave and current Cub, uh, Dansby Swanson. And actually, one more infielder name. This wasn't listed at first base, but you have Pete Alonzo listed as a member of this reserve squad as well. In the outfield, you have Lourdes Goriel Jr. of the Diamondbacks. So Diamondbacks getting in in the outfield there with Carroll and Goriel Jr., uh, also, you have Nick Castellanos of the Phillies. Kind of a surprise pick, in my opinion, but he has made it. Juan Soto of the Padres having a bit of a down season, but still good enough to make the reserve squad. And for the reserve DH, that is Jorge Soler of the Miami Marlins. Now we move into pitching, and we have Zach Gallen of the Arizona Diamondbacks. He has been absolutely incredible once again this season. Just an absolute stud, and I can't wait to see what he blossoms into in future future years same with spencer strider of the atlanta braves and then you have bryce elder also of the atlanta braves justin Steele has made it in for the chicago cubs and mitch keller has made it in from the pittsburgh pirates he has had a great season as well he is awesome to watch and josiah gray of the washington nationals has actually made this team as well Clayton Kershaw was selected to this roster, though he is injured, and that is where the one replacement will come in. I'll get to that in just a second, but you also have Marcus Stroman coming in from the Cubs. Now we get into the relievers, and you have Alexis Diaz of the surging Cincinnati Reds in here. I'm surprised more of their players didn't get in, but at least they do have some representation there to mark their incredible season. You have Josh Hader of the Padres making it into the reliever slots. You have Devin Williams of Milwaukee making it in here. You have Camilo Doval of the San Francisco Giants. David Bettinar has been added in to replace Clayton Kershaw. He is the replacement there from the Pittsburgh Pirates. And those are your rosters for the All-Star Game here in 2023. And... I'm going to make my prediction as to who is going to win this because I do believe that game will take place either the day that Eye on the Ball comes out. I believe that is the case, but I still want to make my prediction here since we are talking about it, and I'm going to say the American League All-Stars win it. When I look at these two rosters, look at the strength in both these rosters, I definitely see an edge more on the American League side. They do have good pitching over there on the National League side, so that'll be a huge question mark. Is the pitching going to be as good from the American Leaguers? But that offensive power, I see it more in the American League. So I'm very excited about this. I think the final score is going to be 3-2. to two. The scores are never 
usually very high in these games. It is usually a massive pitching duel, but that's part of the fun, right? So I'm saying three to two from the American League All-Stars uh, with them taking the victory there. But I hope you guys enjoyed this breakdown of the rosters. Let's get into the rest of the show. Now getting into rapid news, Ocean Gate has suspended all voyages and operations following the incident surrounding the Titan, and the June jobs report was released this morning with 209,000 jobs being created last month, a massive slowdown from May's numbers. We will have more on this on Monday's show. But now getting into good news for this morning. And for this one, we just have a man, you know, being so kind and so generous to let a bunch of strangers stay at his home, really. And what happened here is that the ferries in a historic Washington town were all canceled. Their trips were all canceled for these different tourists uh, because of some winds and some other issues that were coming through that night. And so three rounds of ferries were canceled which means that they had about 10 people 10 11 people stranded in the town and mind you all the hotels were booked up there were no available rooms anywhere nowhere to stay anywhere and so one of the ferry workers by the name of william patterson decided to take them in he told all of them you are welcome at my house he called his wife it was like, hey, do we have room for a few people? And she she said, you know, one or two. But he was like, well, I have about eight or nine more than that. And so they all came home and a couple got to sleep on the couch and an extra bed. But there were, you know, people on the floor. But I'm sure they were just happy to have a place to stay. And Patterson, who runs a cafe along with his fairy work, uh, went into that cafe the next morning to make coffee and pastries for all of his new guests and just gave them a nice start to their morning. Uh, and really, just this showing of kindness from Patterson and his wife is incredible. It is just wonderful to see that people you know, are willing to do that, willing to take these people in, especially when a lot of these people were older, 60s, 70s, and the like. And so he took them in, he took care of them, they both did, him and his wife, and so that is just a true act of kindness, a truly warm heart right there. You love to see stories like that. And one of them, one of the passengers said that, you know, it was just the way that you treat people. It was just the way that humans would typically treat each other for years, forever. And it's nice to continue seeing that it exists, but... That is the end of this episode for today. I hope you guys enjoyed. We will be back here on Sunday morning for an episode of What to Expect This Week. That will be the week of July 9th, so don't miss out on that. We will have more episodes on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. The whole deal, you know how it goes around here if you have listened in for any amount of time. So don't miss out on any of those episodes. Don't miss out on the clubhouse rooms that we hold in the afternoon for each episode. Link in the show notes to the house. Uh, but that is the end of this episode, you guys. I hope you enjoyed. Have a great start to your weekend, a great full weekend, as we will see you at the uh, closing of the weekend. Bye, guys.